John 7, 37 through 39. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not entered into his glory. The word of God for the people of God. Let us stand together as we sing our spirit medley.
So I want you to picture your favorite water, body of water, river, stream, fountain, um, Old Faithful geyser, uh, whatever. Just, just kind of picture that uh, in your brain right now. And, and like last Sunday, it was, it was pretty interesting that I was sitting talking with the Digital Ormos, uh, and uh, they had one of the same favorite uh, waters that I had, and, and that's uh, Shady Lake in Arkansas. Uh, and they camped at the same campsites that we used to go to when I was a kid growing up on Memorial Day uh, weekend. My family uh, and some of the church members would all go up to Shady Lake, uh, and we would camp, and right next to that, we, we'd get there real early so that we could make sure and got the the campsite that we really wanted uh, that was up on a hill and you walk down the hill and there was this fast moving stream uh, that was there with all the rocks and, and, uh, and just water just flowing and that sound of that water. Can you hear that rushing water of fast moving stream going by? Uh, and that was one of the, the most wonderful memories for me growing up was, was sitting there by that that, that fast-moving stream with, with my friends and our families. And, and of course, uh, we, we all, every time we went, we had to try to build a dam to stop the water. It looks like some of y'all did the same thing. Uh, and and we, we could never win. The water always won uh, with, with the dam, and it, it pushed all those rocks that we tried to put up there. Uh, we might get a little bit here and there to, to block it, but eventually, you know, by the time we got up the next morning, all those rocks had been uh, pushed away. And in Louisiana, you know, we're, we're blessed with lots of water all around us. Uh, but I want you to think, when was the last time you were really, really thirsty? And, and I'm not just meaning, like right now you're probably a little parched because I'm talking about being thirsty and you, you're probably like, man, I, I wish I would have had my bottle of water with me or, or something. But I'm talking about when you, you ran to the water hose and you just drank that water and drank it and drank it and drank it because you were sweating and so thirsty or, or you, you had your water and you just you had to just drink it and couldn't stop because your body needed so you needed it more than anything else in all the world you needed to drink because uh, to, to, you didn't think you would survive without when was the last time you were really thirsty Jesus here in John, it says, on the last day, the climax of the festival, and this festival that we're talking about here is not Pentecost, uh, which I think for the first time in my 4,873 years of ministry um, that uh, I am preaching not on Pentecost, Pentecost. Uh, this is the festival of Succoth, the, the festival of tabernacles. Uh, it was one of the three festivals that uh, the Israelites had to come to Jerusalem for, uh, and they, would, uh, they had booths that were set up uh, as a reminder of uh, the uh, 40 years that they were, the, the little shanties that they had that they had in the wilderness, and it was also a reminder of the shanties that the farmers would have because this just like Pentecost, uh, 
in Jerusalem, uh, in, in Israel, they have two, two uh, growing seasons. Uh, they have a fall growing season. They have a spring growing season. The spring uh, growing season is Pentecost. Uh, the fall growing season is the festival of tabernacles. And, and, and so uh, the, the fall season, the fall season happened after all of the drought of the desert that they were all around. And if, if they didn't receive water, you can imagine... You can imagine if they could, if, if the rains didn't come after that dry summer, there wouldn't be a harvest. Uh, and and the, the Festival of Tabernacles, uh, they, they celebrated uh, the coming harvest that was going to happen. Uh, and every day, every day the priest would walk from the temple with a golden pitcher. Uh, it, it was probably Tupperware with one of those little tops that you have that you turn, you know, that you would put your lemonade or tea in. It probably might have been a little fancier than that. I don't know. Uh, is there anything fancier than Tupperware? No, I don't think so. Every day he would walk, and there would be a procession of people that would walk with him, and they would have greenery uh, in their hands as a symbol of, of new life that was about to. And he would walk down to the, the, the pool of Siloam, and he would dip that pitcher into the pool of Siloam and walk back to the, to the temple and there'd be people with fresh fruit in their hands uh, as a symbol of the fruitfulness that comes from God and from water and he would get that water and he would pour it over the altar every single day to remind the people uh, in a prayer uh, uh, that we need water we need the water to come to give us life and, and this, this was the last Last day of the seven-day festival uh, of tabernacles uh, that Jesus it was the climax of it uh, when when they were uh, celebrating that water coming more than anything else and it's in this situation where Jesus says these words he says anyone who is thirsty may come to me anyone who believes in me may come and drink for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from my heart. Comes from Isaiah 55, it says, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does, does you no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Jesus is declaring to uh, all these people that the real, the real key to life is me. The real key to living is me. Uh, and uh, he declares that um, these rivers of living water are going to flow from him. You see, the source, the source comes from God. The source comes from Jesus. And that water flows out from him. And, and you can remember that as he was on the cross uh, and he was about to die, uh, he said, I'm thirsty. And that is when the soldier pierced his side in the water and the blood came out after he had uh, the sponge of vinegar uh, that was given to him uh, and, and he told his disciples that I will give you the spirit 
I will give you this water. Uh, and he's, uh, when he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. Today, I guess I am kind of preaching on Pentecost because Pentecost is when the spirit came and that life-giving, that life-giving spirit was given to the church. It's the day that the church was born and it was the day that the spirit was given so that we could go out into the world and declare the good news of Jesus Christ. Over and over in the Gospel of John, Jesus uses... Uh, uh, water and bread to, to remind people that what is really important is their relationship with God. If you remember the woman at the well who had just a disastrous life, her, her life was, was troublesome, uh, and uh, Jesus uh, tells her that to give him some water. And, and she, she quite... Why would you ask me, a, a Samaritan woman? I mean, we don't, we don't get along. We, you, you know, your kind doesn't talk to my kind. And, and, and I, I, we, don't, you know, we don't get along, but why would you talk to me? Uh, and Jesus said, if you knew who you were talking to, if you knew who you were talking to, rivers of living water would flow to you. She said, sir, give me that water and she learns who Jesus is and then she goes and tells her whole neighborhood who Jesus is the Messiah had come that the Messiah was there the festivals of booths and tabernacles reminds the Israelites of how God dwelt with them in the wildernesses of life in those dry periods of life it reminded them that Jesus was there and if you remember from the gospel of John it says the word became flesh and what dwelt among us and that word dwelt is made home or maybe tabernacled with them uh, it was their home their crib their pad their God came with them that God was there with them that Jesus dwelt with them and now, now the Holy Spirit comes and dwells with us. Now the Holy Spirit is given to us to give us the power to go out in the world and live that life that God is calling us to live. That life of giving uh, to others. And it's that life-giving power that Jesus gives us that helps us to be empowered to go out in the world and do what God is calling us to do. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. God's Spirit dwells in us tabernacles is our home and anyone who is thirsty may come and drink for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from him 
So many times in our life, we're filling up our lives with other things that aren't life-giving. And so we're never really thirsty. Um, You know, you can drink all the Coca-Cola in the world, but does it really quench your thirst? Some people are like, yeah, it quenches my thirst, yeah. Um, But is it good for you? Is it? I should have done a science experiment and put some stuff in Coke and watched all of it disappear uh, up here by doing that. We do that with our life as well. We're filling our lives with everything that is not life-giving. And the only thing that is really life-giving is Jesus Christ. It is that living water that would come and fill us to overflowing to give us that eternal life uh, that he promises the woman at the well. The eternal life that is given to all of us right now. It's that living water that flows in us so that we aren't thirsty for things of the world. And the only thing that we're really thirsty for is God and more of God and more of him in our life. And the more that we have in our life, the more that we can give to others. Because that is what that life-giving water gives to us all. It gives us life today and ability to give our lives to others. Jesus says, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Do you remember when you were a kid and you'd be out playing uh, until the sun went down and you just, summer, July, here in Louisiana, uh, 5,870 degrees out there. And, and you sweat to death and you're dirty and, and uh, the sun comes down and you come into the house and you remember just asking for water. Mom, I need some water! I need something. And she always gave it. No matter what she was doing, she'd go to the fridge or the creek or I don't know where, what y'all, some of y'all might not have had fridges when y'all were growing up. Um, It was a joke, come on. Uh, And they would give you whatever you needed, right? God is even more loving and more giving than any earthly person could ever be. Jesus today is asking, how much of me do you really want? Do you want just a little trickle from the garden hose? Do you remember drinking from the hose? We turned that water all the way up. We didn't just let it dribble, you know. We turned it all the way, sprayed each other with it, stuck it in our mouth until it just filled us to overflowing. That's what God wants for you. God wants you to want so much of that living water, of that relationship with him, with his presence. God wants to give you everything and the Holy Spirit is available to you if you just want it. All you gotta do is say, God, I want more and I want more and I want more. And guess what? He'll give it all. Come to me, 
All you are weary and heavy laden. Come to me, all you are thirsty and hungry. Come to me. And I will give you what you need. This morning, are you thirsty? Really thirsty for more of God? Or have you filled up your life so much with junk? Jesus says, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, Rivers of living water will flow from my heart, he says. Are you thirsty? Are you dry? Are you like that picture of that desert up there? Ask for that living water to come. Ask for all that God has for you. Ask for that Holy Spirit to come more powerfully than you've ever imagined before. Ask for them to get you that fire hose that the firemen have. And if you put that in your mouth, you're going about 7,000 feet backwards. That's how thirsty I want us to be here at First United Methodist Church in Bossier City. I want us to want all that God has for us so that we can be empowered to give it to those in the world who are so thirsty and they don't know what they're thirsty for. They don't have any idea they don't know that God loves them. They don't know that they're ruining their life by what they're putting in themselves or what they're doing or how they're living. And that shouldn't matter. What should matter is that we have life-giving water. We have what's most important, and that's a relationship with God himself who came and dwelt among us. Are you thirsty? Are you dying of thirst? If you're not thirsty, I pray that God would make you so thirsty that, that you couldn't get enough of Him and that you would do everything you could to fill your life with that life-giving gift. Let us pray. Oh God, you promise that if we're thirsty you're going to give us what we need we come this morning just thirsting for what's real what's holy what is true the world lies to us uh, we fill our lives with things that aren't real that aren't true that aren't life giving show us things in our life that aren't life-giving and let's get rid of them. and let's just feast at your banquet fill us with the bread of life and with life-giving water fill us to overflowing so that there's so much grace so much love so much of you in our lives that wherever we go people will ask for that same water, for that same life-giving gift.
We're crying out today, Lord, because many of us are just so dry. Bring that life-giving water today. For you promise that if we're thirsty, you'll give us that water. Give it today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.